0: Hey everybody, Well, my name's Tony, and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. Today we are going to be looking at the movie called Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, directed by the Coen Brothers. So the movie stars George Clooney as a criminal named Ulysses, as he leads two other criminals called uh, Delmar and Pete, played by uh, John Turtelob and Tim Blake Nelson as they escape and they look for treasure and they have to find it before it floods down because there's a prophecy they meet. They meet um, they meet an old man down at, the, down at the railway track and he tells them um, that there is a treasure and they must find it and the region is going to flood so they go and find it before it happens. And on the way, they run from... They run from the authorities, led by Sheriff Cooley, played by Daniel Van Bargen. And they they end up with all kinds of mishaps uh, and uh, accidents and just zany adventures. And it's just, um it's very exciting. We'll talk about that and much more on Enjoy the Movie. So joining us today to explore this uh, movie, we'll, we will have Jasmine Leach, from the First AD episode, and she will join us on to this episode. Hi, Jasmine.
1: Hello. How are you going?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for having me back.
0: That's It's always a pleasure to have you here.
1: Excellent. Even though my Apple Watch goes off. <laughs> no,
0: nah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, don't worry about it. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Anyway, so what did you think of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?
1: I... Love this film. I've seen it already a couple of times. I actually grew up with the soundtrack as a kid. So Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think – so the film came out in 2000, so I was about four um, when we got the soundtrack. Um, And I listened to that, like, countless times. So by the time I saw the film, when I was probably about 12, 13, maybe even older than that, um, I'd already heard the soundtrack for, like, 10 years of my life so um it was really it was really great to to see the film and i the the songs were so um close to my heart in a weird way Mm -hmm. so it's kind of i yeah i saw the film in a bit of a different way than people probably would have when they first saw it at the cinemas in like 2000 but um Hmm. yeah so it yeah it holds a very special place in my heart this film Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah it i I will, uh, I will say, yes, it is a very entertaining movie. Um, this was actually, I think it may have, may have been my first, if not second, Coen Brothers film for me. Um, the other Coen Brothers film was, I think, what was it called? What was it called? Intolerable Cruelty, which also had George Clooney, and he was joined by Catherine Zeta-Jones, and he's an, he plays this divorce attorney, and it's just, um, it's crazy. Um, it will be interesting to have a look at it later, but um, let's get back to um, oh brother, we're out there. Um, my impressions. Usually, when I think of um, it was one of those movies that that we touched on in film school. It's like you know, oh, this is this movie and that exists, and it's like you know, oh, okay, yeah, maybe okay. It's I I didn't classify it as boring or bad, or I didn't want to watch it. It's just it was one of those movies that existed and I felt like I didn't need to watch it because I assumed everybody would like it. But then I happened to look up on SBS and I come across this movie and I watch it and I just... (laughs) I just... I found myself just laughing a lot in this movie. It's just really funny and it's very witty writing by the Coen brothers. And it's just... Yeah, it's a really clever movie. It's just... One of those, one of those things that I like, you know, it's, it's interest, What makes it interesting as well, as well, about the premise, is that it's based on uh, a Greek uh, myth- mythology by called I think it was not Greek mythology. It was what was it? It was a poem by Homer called Ulysses. All right, so the, the characters, the characters themselves, uh, correspond to the characters in Ulysses, Ulysses uh, Odyssey it's fun which is so George Clooney's character is called Ulysses Everett and yeah he's uh, he's he's corresponds to Ulysses and Delmar and uh Pete they represent they correspond to Ulysses's soldiers and um they and just diff- and of course it's funny because um Everett's wife Penny it, it Corresponds to what's her name, Penelope, who was Ulysses' wife. And you know what's ironic here, because in in the Homer play, the poem, I keep sorry, it's in the Homer play poem. Um, Penelope was known to be very loyal to Ulysses, even though she had to she had to do with a, more than a hundred uh, suitors coming up uh, coming up to take her hand, but she remained loyal to Ulysses in the movie she wants to divorce him and remarry it's just I just find that ironic as you know and I think you know. Oh, and every time I think you know it's based on the Odyssey and I think Penny and it's just the two of them yeah it's just um yes but yeah the movie the movie is actually really 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 good I like um you know what I'm talking a little bit too much here um <laughs> no you're not that's
1: right I'm enjoying it sorry I was listening I was like that's very good points
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've got lots of points Mm. about to make about this movie I found what I've also found interesting is that the um, there's a lot of historical uh, nodes in this movie like there was a character called Pappy or Daniel there was a character called Pappy or Daniel though the two of the 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 movie version is different from slightly different from the real life version, um, and but yeah he I think he was a governor in was a governor of I don't know what state did they in I think, was it Texas or was it Mississippi or something like that I can't remember.
1: They they're in Mississippi for the most of the film, but I think once they get to that section, they're in Texas. Yeah, and there was a governor there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because he was governor in Texas, and then he became senator uh, later on. Um, But yes, and apparently, so in the early stages of the movie, they so Ulysses and I'm going to call him Everett because I don't want to confuse Mm -hmm. the I don't want to confuse George Clooney's character with. Homers Ulysses. I'll just call him Everett from now on. Mm-hmm. So Everett and Delmar and Pete they steal this car to escape from, from the sheriff, and they come across this intersection and they meet this black uh, guitar player. Apparently, he sold his soul to the devil in exchange. You know, this is really funny. It's really funny. I like, I like just mm-hmm. the dialogue here. Is, so they pick up this. So they pick up the, the um guitar player his name is uh you know his name is tommy johnson he's played by chris thomas king and apparently um uh, apparently tommy johnson the character is based off an actual person called tommy johnson who is said to have sold his soul to the devil in exchange for being able to play music although the names are pretty it's although it may have been someone called robert johnson or Tommy Johnson, but the point being is that the person existed, and I like it. It's, yeah. So I found that very interesting. But now that I just wanted to bring up the writing here, like one of my favorite, one of my favorite, one of my favorite jokes. Okay, so, um, in that part of the movie, Delmar and Pete they get baptized, and uh, Everett is like, uh, yeah, he's pretty hesitant at first. So he's pretty hesitant, but then they meet, uh, they meet Tommy Johnson, and they pick him up in the car, and they're going down. To Tishomingo, Tishomango, or something like that, yeah. So they go down down the road, and they, and he tells them, he tells them about his story, how he sold his soul to the devil so he could play guitar. He's like, why would you waste? So was it Delmar, Delmar, was it Pete? I don't know. One of them tells him, you know, why would you sell your immortal soul to the devil? And he was like, well, I wasn't using it. <laughs>
1: yeah it's good it's Cohen brothers have incredible writing skills um yeah it's always on point point. and yeah that great dry humor it's a really good scene mm-hmm. um yeah i mean they even they they pick up tommy johnson from the the crossroads so yeah. he's quite literally just made the deal and he's on his way to stardom um so which is yeah i think what kind of what happened to tommy johnson like the real tommy johnson mm-hmm. he um he was the first known blues player to claim that he sold his soul to the devil. Mm. Um, and I think they use a part of Robert Johnson's story as well. So, they're two different people unrelated mm-hmm. that both claimed okay. that they um, sold their soul to the devil and they have two different types of stories. And in the uh, Oh Brother, We're Out Thou, they kind of uh, merge the two mm. um, stories for the character, Tommy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um so it's very cool. You kind of see him grow along.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, then they they find themselves having to rescue him from the KKK. Oh yes, there. Yeah, the KKK is in this movie. Everybody, <laughs> you know what's ironic? It's ironic because John Goodman plays this character called Big Dan, and he, so he is, he he's a one-eyed, he's a one-eyed man. <laughs> he's a one-eyed man who sells Bibles. But he's also a member of the KKK, oh. and he is a he's he mugs people. He mm. mugs people, and he's a member of the KKK. But he also sells Bibles.
1: Oh my god!
0: He apparently corresponds to a cyclop in uh, in, the in Homer in Homer's uh, poem. Mm. So yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. He's quite the, quite the character. Yeah, I know. um, I think I I read that uh, most of the Actors in the um, KKK scene. Um, a majority of them were African American uh, soldiers. I think we would. Um, yeah, yeah. There's th- <laughs> 350 extras, and a bunch of them are African American soldiers. It's incredible.
0: Uh, this is this is <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the most this is the most ironic thing. Yeah. I've ever heard about a filmmaking like filmmaking thing like f- fact I've ever heard. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, so. African American soldiers mm-hmm. playing KKK uh, mobsters. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it was it was what? an interesting choice for the Colin Brothers, but I guess, you know, it's such a um terrible like history. I mean, it's sadly I think there's still people who um like yeah, the KKK the, the but the KKK anyway. Is still um around, but
0: it's yeah. nowhere near as big as it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. But um so I think it was their kind of way of making sure they weren't still making
0: fun of them or
1: um that kind of thing and apparently there was um some of the extra- extras saying you know this is such a freaky experience for them it is a very
0: fr- <laughs> is freaky just hearing about it yeah yeah
1: <laughs> it's um, freaky
0: just hearing about it So mm. it's like it's very weird um i think it's funny but now that i think about it like um a black uh you know black people playing kkk members it's mm. it's it's it's, it's I'm thinking about this other movie, this Spike Lee movie. I haven't seen it, but I've been Klux- wanting to see uh, it.
1: Black Klansmen. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Was that it's th- fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. It's a great film, and yeah, it's um, the only other film where I know they've had uh, a black actors play uh, Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> 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 I think. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. Or at least have someone put it on. It's been a while since I've seen it. I just had someone. I read something where they compared the two of them. So um, to those two films in mm-hmm. particular. Um, but yeah, I imagine the Coen brothers did it because um, you have this actor that is in a scene surrounded li- because uh, Tommy Johnson is being like captured. Um, he's by the being KKK. he's
0: being lynched. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: which is you know real history, very like dark and um, scary, uh, yeah. and they do it really. Good way, the, yeah. Um, but so I imagine when you have 350 extras oh, yeah. in all of them, it's kind of nice to know that they're not all white, you know. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm I sure I think I that wouldn't care nice less if they
0: were white, I wouldn't care if they were Martians, they're, they're mm. Martian KKKs. <laughs> it's just but yeah, I wouldn't care honestly. Um, mm. because at the end of the day, like you don't really see them, you don't really see their skin colors, really. You don't even see them as people, yeah. like, you just see the hooded figures. Yeah, um, which is so,
1: exactly why they could have cast anyone, which is great. Yeah,
0: and so, yeah. Yes. Did you know yeah. this movie was, mm-hmm. uh, was I think it was one of the first, if one of the first, if not the first major Hollywood movie to completely use digital colour coding?
1: Yes, I did read that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. Because yeah. I think they tried to um, dye the film itself because mm-hmm. they – they didn't film it digitally. It was all done on actual. actual film. Yeah. Um, but then it didn't quite look right. They wanted to take more of the greens out to give it that sepia tone.
0: Yeah, and I love that sepia tone. It's just,
1: <laughs> it's iconic.
0: I know. Yeah, and it, it works for the it works for the movie because it's set during that time mm. when, um, like things like you're looking at do like this is how do I say this like with the title cards and just. Even the time of the movie where I think I think there was movies were still silent back then, or yeah, because they still had radio, people were still listening to radios back then. Hmm. Uh, I think yeah, because people were still listening to radios. I'm not sure if they had talking films. At well, that they point. they have
1: the scene where they um go to the cinema and they're watching the Three Stooges. Oh yeah, and I think that had sound. Yeah, yeah.
0: Did yeah, they? actually, yeah. They talk about actually, yeah. It's in the Great Depression, so they definitely had hmm. sound by then. But it was the, black and white still, yeah, it was yeah. black and white, yeah, uh, naturally, but uh, mm. yeah, but I like but i like but I like that style, you know, it's um mm. it feels um very vintagey, in a way, and I yeah. think it's it works in favor of the film, and that's great,
1: yeah, it's really great, yeah, it's very um cinematically beautiful and um hits the aesthetics really well, mm. um I think at certain points they try to recreate certain photographs that were taken at the time, Mm -hmm. um, which is partly why they use that particular colour scheme because it's representative of these um, photos that they had. Um, I can't remember the name of the photographer at the moment, but, um, yeah, he ended up – he took a bunch of photos and then released them in Mm the 1970s. And, yeah, the Coen brothers saw it and um, liked them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think, fun fact, Yeah. I'm not sure if you know this one, I just remembered, well, um, I don't think the Coen brothers actually read Homer's Odyssey.
0: They did not. Um,
1: no, but they read a comic version of it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they just didn't feel the need to. They read the comic and they were like, okay, we get the gist of it, yeah. um, got what they needed to continue the story because they'd already started writing it um, and then they um, found the Odyssey or they realised that um, – there needed to be another element to the story. So they've they've they, they went back to um the Odyssey and sort of adjusted it from there.
0: hmm Right. Yeah, interesting. Wow. They didn't read the actual thing, but mm. they read an adaptation. So they made an adaptation of the adaptation of the actual thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, in a way. Yeah. A way. But I think um was it uh Tim Tim Blake um Nelson. Nelson, thank you. Um he is he went to university and did a history classics degree okay um right. so he was very well known with the Odyssey, and he mm. thought that he got the role because of that, okay, but the Coen brothers had no idea <laughs> um which is quite quite funny, so I think I imagine that he had a bit of fun facts on set
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to help with it um but yeah, he's very smart a- actor he, he's mm-hmm. yeah he's got yeah. um he went to Brown University, I think yeah
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, the, the the actors are really good in this movie. I was thinking, just the part that really stands out for me was, uh there was this scene, like, what was it? There was this part in the movie where they head into a radio station and they sing, and it's just it's just watching George Clooney, and, and John Turtletaub until Blake Nelson just singing it's just this i mean they didn't actually sing um but that yeah that's just watching them sing it's just it's gotta be it, it brought so much laughs like it yeah <laughs> it's
1: it's incredible they um uh, i think they uh, what's the word they absolutely nail yep. the like dumb but like lovable yes like um absolute like rap scallions kind mm-hmm. of yes um it's it's like they're very three stooges.
0: Yes. Um <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah, it's it, the dynamic of the three of them is incredible. And even yeah, even just the physicality or or like the car- um the facial expressions and that that they have that when they sing is just mm-hmm. on point.
0: It's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. Um. it's just yeah, it's um, some <laughs> Again, I think it's really um Yeah. Um I like George Clooney.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he he does well.
0: That's the thing, because um, is the thing because I'm seeing more. I've been seeing more and more Josh Clooney, more of Josh Clooney in the last few weeks. But I think this review is what kind of made me want to act, like re re sparked that Mm -hmm. interest in him. It's just because, like, I don't know how to say this, but it's like he feels like he could do a lot of things. You know, like he's because I've seen him in this um. It's just all those moments. Oh,
1: well, I geez. think this is um this is the first film that he does with the Coen brothers and then they continuously cast him. So for me that says not only he's a great actor but he's great to work with.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it does say that actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, he was in this other Coen brothers, maybe that I mentioned earlier, uh, mm. in Horrible Cruelty. Mm. Yeah, but it's funny because... The thing is, with the Cohen brothers, I keep, there are times when I think I'm watching a Cohen brothers film, but it's not actually a Cohen <laughs> brothers film because there are other, because here's the thing the Cohen brothers, they're called Ethan Cohen and Joel Cohen. And there was this, there was a period in time where I just, I look and I think, oh, Ethan Cohen and Joel Cohen, but it's not actually Ethan Cole and Joel Cohen. Mm. These are different, totally different people, different filmmakers. <laughs> I mean, i mean they' they they've got they've got their own merits now for their own you know they're they're meritable like I'm not you know taking any schadenfreude, but there's this time, <laughs> but there's no but there's this there's this moment where i think I think to myself, okay so so yeah, like I feel like I just need to do some mental gymnastics and think, no, this is not the Coen brothers <laughs> i think and I think and I'm getting off topic here, Bill Murray was a victim of that <laughs> at one point. Uh. So, um, this is not talking about. Oh, brother, right there at this point, I'm talking about another movie is called Garfield.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, like as in the cat Garfield,
0: the cat Garfield. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so he he went into the movie, played Gar. So he looked at the script. He was like, so and so, so, and then Joe Cohen. <laughs> um, it was like, oh, Joe Cohen, the Cohen brothers. Yeah, these guys are so cool. And then he goes and signs up for it, and then after some time he goes to record the lines and he reads them and he reads them and they've just been getting and in his and and he's been saying that they've been getting worse and worse and oh worse no. and worse at least he's he thinks they've been getting worse and worse and worse yeah um and then eventually he was like okay look you know what i what is going on here what what are we doing <laughs> he just looks at this he's like he just reads the rest of the script he's like what is this what is Joe Cohen thinking? And oh, it turns no. out this is not Joe Cohen. Oh
1: jeez! <laughs> oh, I probably got that guy quite a few people signed on.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. That's I don't know. I again, know I'm not that. taking Schadenfreude here, but it's one of those mm. moments where it's like, like it's just. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to do more Cohen Brothers movies on this show. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah. One of my, the, my favorite directors, top 3. Okay, sure. top 3. Yeah, mm. yeah, top 3. They're up there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I absolutely love a lot of the films. I haven't seen all of them yet, but um Yeah,
0: me neither. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do. What was, I want to see what was his name? Fargo. Ah. Oh, like
1: that. That's like my top out of all of them. Fargo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They then made a or executive produced a TV show after, which is just as good as the film.
0: Wait, wait. There's a there's been a TV show in the last few years. It was called Fargo. Yeah, so so that's the same had,
1: one. They've had four seasons. So it's um, the Coen Brothers are producing it, mm-hmm. um, but they're not directing it. But it still um, stands true to the to the film. Um, but yeah, the the film is it's fantastic. I probably I watched that more than Oh Brother Out There. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. It's Francis McDormand is beautiful in it. Anyway. Yeah. That's, a, that's that's a whole another, other thing that's sorry. That's another movie I love that film. and
0: we are almost <laughs> running out of time. Um but yeah to wrap up this episode um do you have any final thoughts Jasmine?
1: Um oh any final thoughts? Uh so my recommendation to anyone listening um if you don't have time to l- see the film or you're not sure if it's your thing um at least listen to the soundtrack. Um it's Beautiful. It actually um, sold uh, – they, s- they sold the album just as many tickets as they sold to the cinema. Right. So it really um, – it sparked a love of the blues again. It kind of resurged um, mm-hmm. that genre. People like Mumford and & Sons and um, Avicii with the song Hey Brother, like mm-hmm. all the way in 2013, they're like – they said that this album – kind of sparked their their love of the blues again. Mm-hmm. So, and it's got a bunch of classics that, that blues artists um really hold hold tight. So, yeah, if anything, listen to the soundtrack, but um the film is also fantastic and it's really lovely journey.
0: Yeah, it is. I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's um easily one of my easily one of my go-to movies. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I love it. So that wraps up today's episode of Enjoy the Movie, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you haven't uh, done so, please subscribe to this to this podcast and have a look on Facebook. Give us a like, share it around online with your peers. Um, yeah, and if you want to, you know, get in touch with us. You have any recommendations? Send an email. Um, it's down in the links in the description. And yes, so. With that, we will uh, bid you adieu um, until, yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, then please leave a comment. We'll go to the links in the description. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there also. Be sure to share the podcasts with your peers and online. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the movie was hosted by Tony Side and Jasmine Leach. The music and logo were created by Clara Side. Enjoy the movie is created by Tony Side. Copyright Tony Side 2022.